Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? You know what I just remembered when I said that is that somebody, I just went to the Minnesota Homeschoolers Association Conference and somebody reminded me, they were like, she was like, hi, Kara. And then somebody else went, hi, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) And I was remembering that mom that reached out to us that said that her kids hear our music and they start going, hi, Kate. Hi, Kara. (laughs) Maybe we should be like, what up? We can save that for our second podcast that we're going to start now that our the friend Deneen suggested, the After Hours podcast. What's happening? Yeah. It starts out with us cracking open a can of wine, and then we're like, hey, Kate, what's going on? How are you? And we're just like... And there's even more giggling. Right. It's like the casual, relaxed, tired voice mom. We're hoarse. We're... Yeah. But anyway... I just remembered that. It was nice. I got to meet some sisters fans there. It was fun. One of these days, I'll make it to one of these conferences. (laughs) Well, in the meantime, we have a new Kindred conference coming up. We sure do. June. It's going to be here before we know it. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to get, if you want to be the first to know about when that's happening, go over to kindredhomeschool.com and sign up for our newsletter, which is all that's free. And then you get to join our fun Facebook group, and you'll be the first to know when we put tickets on sale for the next conference. And the Facebook group alone is amazing. It's really fun. It's Mm -hmm. really, really fun over there. Nice, nice, encouraging fellow moms. Just what you need. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No Nancy's. It's making me like Facebook again. (laughs) That's the only spot of Facebook that I like right now. Yes, yeah. We need to talk about, uh, Nancy might be making an appearance on our podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited. We haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't finalized details for that. Maybe that'll be the last one of the season or something. <laughs> Nancy's here. Nancy's here to judge us all. Yay. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. <sighs> that'll be what it's like. <laughs> So we're continuing with our Common Pain Points series that we've been doing the last few weeks. And this one is about getting one-on-one time with our kids. And Such a good question. How to make that happen. And we read that and we thought, oh, we could talk about that. That, that should be, that's not too hard. And then we're like, well, it's not too hard to talk about it, but to actually make it happen can be very challenging. Best laid plans. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that, of course, gets harder the more kids you have. Mm-hmm. And I think it's harder when they're younger than when they're I older. do, too, because you just you need to maximize sleep when they're younger. Sleep mm-hmm. is the goal so right. that everything else works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you have, like, let's say you have three kids and you have two parents and you're trying to do one-on-one time with everybody, somebody's left out of that equation. So then... You have to line up babysitting or a trip to Stagger. somebody's house or something. So it's just a little more complicated. I feel like now that my kids are 12 and 15, it's gotten it's gotten a little easier. And I think that one-on-one time is very important. What kind of things do you guys do if you get one-on-one time 
with your kids? I have a few different things we do, but I don't want the the sisters out there to think that I'm pulling this off all the time because I'm definitely not. <laughs> just, right. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. I'm lucky if one of these things is happening at a time because my husband also works a ton. So it's that adds another element of, you know, trying to squeeze it all in. But I will either ask them to pick a picture book and leave it on the kitchen counter in the morning, kind of when we're doing coffee and books. So they each pick their own. And when I have a moment because it's out and it's staring at me near my coffee pot, I see the stack. And when there's time during the day, I'll take the the top book and whichever kid picked it and, you know, sneak away to read with that child. And if someone else joins us, that's fine too. It's not like you can't come in here. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think it makes them feel special that you're reading the book that they picked. And then um, when we're in a good sleep phase and we don't have like worries like we have right now, I will pick one night a week and have a kiddo stay up maybe 30 minutes later than the siblings just to play a game. Something like not a show or anything, something where we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have been doing walks is another thing. We've been big into just walk. I can now leave some kids home for a little bit of time and go for a walk around the neighborhood with one kid. Isn't that nice? nice? It's been really, really When you nice. reach that phase where you're like, okay, don't set the house on fire. Yeah, you don't, you're not worried about, or if they do, I'm not that far so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nice when you can get to that phase where even you can, yeah, be outside. Like, I remember I had a very precocious child who like you would turn your back for a second and I was going to say the gender of this person and I have one of each and that so that doesn't work this person okay he'd be on top of the china cabinet is what I was going to say um (laughs) I had one of those too and still to this day and he is my Mm -hmm. oldest there are still moments where I'm like why why yeah how was that how'd you come up with that that you needed to yeah be up there right now um so it's nice when you can kind of get to that point and it takes a while so like you said um I think that when you see moms who are like you know I'm out with the you know two-year-old while the four-year-old and the baby or you know whatever it's like that's not super easy to pull off no No. And like, I like to do one-on-one dates with the kids too, but that's really hard too, just because unless, you know, I don't want to pay a babysitter Mm -hmm. necessarily for that. And if my husband's were, it just makes it tricky. So it doesn't happen as often as I would like. I have friends who have a list on their fridge and they'll go through and they know, even if it's like spaced wildly, they know which kid is up next. And for the one-on-one time, they rotate parents, and I love that. And I, th- I hope we will get there at some point, but we're not consistently there right now. Well, okay, I have a question about that. And the thing is, my kids enjoy one-on-one time, and we've, we've definitely, you know, we do one-on-one time. But it's not like a huge thing. Like, they don't ask that much. Mm-hmm. It, do you think some families, like maybe the kids kind of ask for that more? Maybe, because we don't, my kids don't really ask for it either. Although I think there's real value. And when you take that time to connect with the one kid, you see a difference 
mm-hmm. after that, especially if you've been going through any sort of rocky patch, you know, with any sort of stuff, um, that can help. But where we don't have a ton of time, I'd rather the whole family go out and go someplace or do something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like um, you're going to take one child on vacation and the other one's going. The other ones are going to stay home or something. It's more right. like yeah, the big stuff is going to be whole family stuff. And so right. I like that you have things that you can do at home, like the picture book. I do have a friend who. Um, with her older kids, she has five kids. So with her older ones, she does have like a TV night with each child and they stay up later because the little ones mm-hmm. naturally go to bed earlier. And so she has like a show with each of them. And usually it's that's something, so fun. yeah, that's like on Netflix. So there's lots of episodes and it can last for a while. And if something happens on Tuesday night, it's not a big deal to switch it to Wednesday or something. It's not like back in... Back in like the Friends days, the you 90s. know, when it was like, if you're not there Thursday, you better have your VCR ready to record it. <laughs> you can fast forward through all the commercials. Yeah. What's happening with Ross and Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> they were on a break. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I like that. And, and something I've found too um, is like, if you have um, a project you're working on, you can invite like one child to do that project with you. I've really seen with my son, if there's something in some way mechanical or building or like anything like that, those kinds of things that if my husband asks him to help, like afterwards where you were talking about the attitude shifts and stuff, he's Mm -hmm. just like a little bit more, I feel like he's a little more confident and that makes him a little bit more like, I don't know, like he doesn't, he's more helpful yes. afterwards and more. That's what I noticed too. Yeah. What is that? I wonder. I think it's just, you, you took that moment to connect with them somehow and they, and it doesn't, that's the other thing is it doesn't take that long, you know? Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a week. I think yeah. in our heads, we think <laughs> it needs to be like this big long day. That's, but it doesn't have to be. You can see a shift really quickly. Right. Yeah. Just really connected. Yeah. I think something that can be helpful, you know, the book, like the five love languages of children, kind of figuring out like what is going to fill your child up too, because I have one that if we were to go and, you know, have like a very full day with lots of activities, that would be great. And another one where that would not be as effective, you know, and so different Mm -hmm. things, I think, work for different kids and kind of figuring out what it is that makes your child, because really it's about connecting with them and helping them to feel loved and seen. And so that's going to look different for different children, even if they're, even if they're siblings. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So one of the things I like to do is I like to take my kids on errands. If I'm going to go out and do something on the weekend in my husband's home and get some kind of food or treat and just yes. like, have that time together, like, you know, well, we'll get um, McDonald's French fries, which I know that they're not good for you, but what is it with McDonald's French fries? And I know they're not vegetarian too. Somebody told me that once, like, you eat McDonald's French fries, they're not vegetarian. And I'm like, yes, they are. Let's just <laughs> pretend. Like, we need to just pretend. 
Shut I, up, I, Nancy. Yeah, I don't eat anything else. Like, can I just have this, please? Um. <laughs> Why are you going to steal my joy? Right. <laughs> but I mean, so something like that where it's like a couple dollars. It doesn't have to be, you know, go get an ice cream cone. Go get... Um, a drink at Starbucks, you know, something like that. that. Cider donuts and honey sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And just do something like that and just drive around a little bit. Um, so forever ago, I read this book by Dr. Michael Gurian and he does all those, like the minds of boys, the minds of girls, saving our sons, um, research into like gender and the effects of like how kids learn and things like that. And just as a disclaimer, I don't necessarily agree with everything. I think some of it gets a little too boys are always this way and girls are always this way. And I think there's more of like a, but the thing that has stuck with me from one of his books that I read when my son was tiny, like two or something, is that boys can see face-to-face conversation is very confrontational and they close up. And so things that we can do where we're side by side he seems to come out of his shell a little bit more. So that works well in the car when he's sitting next to me. Um, if we take a walk where he's walking next to me and then um, in a canoe, which is another thing that we do together. I love that post <laughs> that you have. Yeah. And then it's like, and I say I always rent the canoe for like two hours because at the time, the first hour was always Minecraft for like an hour straight, <laughs> an hour straight about Minecraft. I was like, how do you have... I feel like you're telling me everything every day that happens in Minecraft already. How do you have an entire like hour's worth of material left over to tell me about Minecraft? But then after that first hour, that's when the the meteor, the more vulnerable, the you know, that's where the conversation would kind of shift. A while with those guys sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that I found helpful is like doing errands, um, and like with canoeing, finding something that they love. And they can kind of be the expert at, and they can kind of teach you. Mm-hmm. Like we did, I remember rock climbing at the Y, and, you know, my kids taking turns kind of, like, teaching me how to do it. And, you know, stuff like that, where they have a little bit of experience, they can have some ownership over it. And rock climbing really makes you, not only is it a good workout and a good sensory experience for those sensory seekers, if you have one, but it's also, like... It builds their confidence. We just recently have been doing that. And it's been a great activity for our family. Not mm-hmm. one-on-one, although I'd love that, but can't can't pull that off right now. I saw some pictures you just shared with rock climbing. and We did that for my oldest birthday. Yeah, it's very, yeah. Like you get to the top of the wall and you're like, I really did something Heck today. Yeah, like it feels really it. big. So I can see how kids would be like, you know, you've got the adrenaline and then you've got this like, yeah, when you get up there, it's a. Right. And if you go repeatedly, you have these certain stumbling blocks that you're trying to get past and you do it the more you practice. And it just, if you know, they walk a little taller when they're leaving. Right. Yeah. It teaches kids that if you keep working at something, it will get easier and in time you'll get it, which is good because sometimes they encounter things and learning that feel like that. Right. And they don't always have the life experience to know that they can get through it. So if they're doing something like that, where they have to kind of fail over and over again to succeed eventually, that can be very good too. This episode is sponsored by Epic. 
Epic has a huge library of more than 35,000 high-quality, popular children's books, videos, quizzes, and more for children 12 and under. Epic is perfect for homeschooling, learning, and curriculum, with thousands of books on every subject and topic. Plus, kids can reinforce their learning through quizzes and additional recommended content. And we have found that it's really great for lazy unit studies, right? So much fun. So many rabbit holes. (laughs) (laughs) They just pick a topic and there's always a book (laughs) Um, and usually several to choose from and they can learn all about whatever they're interested in at the moment and it's like right there at their fingertips which is so handy you don't even have to go to the library it's one of those resources that you feel no guilt about your children using because there's no apps or in-app purchases it's kid-friendly and it's safe and it's so it's screen time that's actually good for your kids and Millions of children around the world are using Epic, which I think is so great because we hear from overseas families all the time looking for resources um, because they are English speakers and they're looking for um, language English resources in the place where they are that where they don't have to bring you know hundreds of books with them in their suitcases and try to track them down in a country where English isn't the main language. So. Um, that's really helpful. It's also too. really great if you're in a rural setting and you don't have a huge library because it definitely with 35,000 titles. That's a lot. Definitely. <laughs> that's a lot of kids books. Yes. Um, you were talking about um, why Epic is so safe and there's a lot of parent features um, including you can track your child's progress which is with a digital reading log. Parents can create personalized collections for their children through their parent dashboard. Parents can create up to four customizable child profiles per account, um, and they have like books that your kids are actually wanting to read. <laughs> so many good ones, like A Wrinkle in Time, Where the Wild Things Are, National Geographic, Good Night Moon. They have the Chronicles of Narnia and the Velveteen Rabbit. And Curious George. Oh, I love Curious George. We love George here. So Epic is normally seven ninety nine a month, which is a great deal. But we have partnered with them to get our listeners two months absolutely free. So just use promo code SISTERS when you sign up for Epic at getepic.com and you'll get your first two months totally free. That's getepic.com and use promo code SISTERS for two months free. And you just mentioned for your son's birthday, you went rock climbing. And I know um, a mom who just, she just sent me a picture of her and her daughter going out to her birthday lunch. So they do like a one-on-one birthday lunch, which I thought was a neat I idea. I love that. That's um, really fun. Because she's got a bigger family. So at least making sure that like once a year your child is going to like their favorite restaurant and they get that one-on-one time. They get to order whatever they want and they get to look forward to it every year. I think that's a fun tradition. We, we haven't done that, but I like the idea of it. <laughs> I love that. This is one of those times when I'm like, man, I wish I could go back and have a second batch of kids and learn from it. Maybe I can do it when I'm a grandparent. Maybe I can take my grandkids out to a birthday lunch. And then my kids will be like, you never took me out to birthday lunch. Yep. (laughs) Of course they will. And I will snap at them. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't a perfect mother. No, I won't really do that. I promise to not really do then that. Then you can start taking them out for birthday lunch as grown-ups. Just oh, say it was too go. hard. It was too hard back then. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing. Like It's tricky. There's both... so many things I'd love to do. And yeah. 
ideas in my mind, but you can't always pull that off. And we sometimes we've someone's have... crying on the floor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have that Let's whole episode about um, you know, when your when your spouse works a lot, mm-hmm. because we both have that experience of spouses who work a lot of hours. You don't always have weekends free. It's no. not a traditional, um, you know, nine to five type of schedule. Right. You can't, you don't even have the five guaranteed. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, been, and yeah. then there's single parents out there doing it all the time. So, you know, mm-hmm. I always feel bad complaining because there are amazing, amazing mamas out there doing this thing completely solo. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's tricky too. Um, so I don't feel like if you can't make one-on-one time work, like in the season you're in right now, I don't feel like it has to be like, don't beat yourself up over it. And honestly, sometimes it's like, you know, having a TV show that you watch with your child and then you get to talk about it and laugh the next day or whatever. Or like you said, reading a book, one-on-one. Um, one of the best things I feel like I did when my daughter was born was um, during her afternoon nap, every day my son and I would play a game. And we always, and we would have like cookies after lunch, cookies and milk, and then we would play a game together after she went to sleep. And I felt like that helped him a lot make the transition from like one kid to two kids because he knew every day he was going to get that and so mm-hmm. we would play Candyland or shoots and ladders or hi-ho cheerio i love that i felt like those were the main the main ones but and i don't even know where i got that idea but i was so grateful for it because it was like this little chance to like reconnect with him and then yeah. it made everything easier I love that. We, we, I had kids that napped and then we, they were all super close in age. So then when they didn't, I still needed them up there. (laughs) Right. So I didn't do that, but I did, I did record audio books for them so they could hear my voice and it would keep them in their room so that I could have a minute because some seasons you just need like, you need the one-on-one time for yourself to sit and read a book or you're going to be the worst mom ever <laughs> yeah well and that's so the thing like, I, I had yeah. a long season of that where one-on-one time I would just laugh like I would listen to this episode and just be laughing <laughs> right like oh they're okay, adorable okay. thinking so that you guys yeah can do that um but you know what I was just thinking about this that you know the why the game thing happened was because he gave up his nap at two right. and I was like no no, no, no. The book says he should nap until he's at least three. What's going on? Right. Totally gave up the nap. And so I was like, how am I going to get through the day and, and not lose so my mind? perfect that you did that because you created this like moment and a routine. But I still remember there were times when I was kind of like, I wish he still napped. Ah, you know, and then mine, um, mine napped until kindergarten and I am forever mm-hmm. grateful because... The- <laughs> My daughter did too. Yeah, my daughter napped way longer than my son did. So that's the thing too to keep in mind is that like your everybody's family dynamic is a little bit different and you might have the kid that naps that doesn't nap, that naps and then stays up until midnight because they napped. Um No, I had the kid you know, that if you didn't nap, you'd stay up late and had to go to bed early. Like we had this true sleep begets sleep 
It was always like chasing the sleep. Get them in wow. bed. It's time. No. Yeah. So it's and still they're older now and it's much mm-hmm. easier. They still need to go to bed earlier. This is I told them they're doomed because they're always like, when can you let us stay up till 11? Like our cousins. I'm like, when you sleep in. <laughs> right. You're up at four or five. You're up too early. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, no, I'm not letting you stay up till 10 because you're I'm going to see you at five o'clock. yeah so I mean that's the thing too is like there's going to be times when it's easier than other times and there's going to be times like you said where it's laughable where it's like Mm -hmm. please stop telling me I can have one-on-one time with my kids in this stage of life that I'm in because I'm you know trying to balance like working and homeschooling and taking care of an aging parent and a new baby and you know I mean yeah like all kinds of things all kinds of variables so yeah, if you don't, if you just can't right now, it's okay. Totally and if the normal. most you can manage is seriously like 10 minutes a week to be like, okay, we're going to sit down and one-on-one read this board book. And like the whole time the toddler's going to be like flushing a Barbie, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> just do the best you can, but don't feel like kids will be okay even without one-on-one time, like yes. all the time. And they'll definitely be okay without you taking them to like, you know, I don't know, Paris for a weekend or something. I I just, (laughs) (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think social media is fooling us a little bit when they show these parents that are like, oh, I'm just going to jet set here with my child for a while. And that being said, I am going out of town next weekend with my daughter. So fun. My son is going to get one-on-one time with my husband. They are already planning what they're going to do. We're planning what we're going to do. There might be a cat cafe in our future. Oh. It's very exciting. Very, very exciting. That will be wonderful. Yeah. So I think the other thing is just to take advantage of the times when it does work. I mean, like I said, if I'm going to go run errands and my husband's here, I'll be like, okay, which one he wants to go with me? You know, and because it's a fairly regular thing, it's like one of, they know that like if one of them, I mean, they know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to go to Target and we're going to get a snack, some kind of treat. That's what we do on the weekends if I'm running errands. So they're like, oh, okay, I missed Target this time. Shoot. All right. I guess I'll have to wait till next time. But (laughs) yeah, we had recently, my daughter did a daddy daughter dance and the boys and I, I was like, the boys get to choose whatever they want to do while they're doing that. And it wasn't anything crazy, but they had the best time and it wasn't one-on-one, but it was definitely... (laughs) a very special evening. Yeah. And sometimes just like a break in routine can feel really fun. Like you've talked about when you were having your, your kitchen remodel and you guys, like you had cereal for dinner, all the time, you know, things like that. Um, and they missed that. Like that yeah. was the thing they missed about the, re- I missed nothing about the remodel. And they were like, remember we used to have cereal for dinner and watch show. And I was like, Oh, I can do that. Right. <laughs> well, and you said at the time Grab you felt bowl. like you were failing because you were I like, did. I can't even get dinner made for my kids. And now they're like, remember when you used to do that? Like, like they're eating so yeah. unhealthy. We've had cereal for breakfast. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> I just gave up at the end. I was like, this thing is never ending. Sure, have the cereal. And I just felt like such a failure. Did you get different kinds of cereal? Like you can be like, yes, okay. Yes, had a selection. You Cheerios for breakfast, checks for lunch, like offer yep. different. I think I offered a banana or something. It was on my hearth. 
Grab a banana from the hearth. <laughs> Just like the olden times, children. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they like all of our pantry things were in our family room. So there was, I won't say which child I discovered was like, you know, pounding spoonfuls of sugar because it was just there. There was a whole gum situation that happened. <laughs> I was of like, they're just, their teeth are going to be rotting out. Did but, I ever tell you about the time that I called my dentist about the raisins? Have no. I ever told you about this? I called my dentist like all upset because my daughter was sort of addicted to raisins as a very like, like 18 months to two years. She ate a lot of raisins and I was worried because I had read something in like a parenting magazine that was like, raisins are just as bad as, you know, whatever, um, <laughs> giving your kids black tar heroin. No, I don't know. But it was like, <laughs> raisins are terrible. And so I called him and like, I could tell he was trying not to laugh at me. And he was like, honestly, I'm not worried about the raisins, but I'm glad you called feel free to call anytime like he was like talking me down because I was like but she eats a lot of raisins and he's like how many and I'm like you know like those little boxes she'll eat like two of those a day and he's like yeah um I don't worry a whole lot about raisins I'm like okay she's never had a cavity I swear I drank Pepsi and ate Snickers bars when I was like her age I had like a million cavities. I don't know. Like, and you know, here I am worried about raisins. So I had a dentist a few years ago. I tend to hop around, but he, I, when I referred a friend to his office, he sent me like a very significant gift card to a chocolate shop. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I one year our dentist appointments were the day after Halloween. I was like, what was I thinking? Oh no. That's probably the best time to go though. Just listen. Let's see. But the kids are in the chair. Yeah. And they're like, Oh my gosh, it was the best day ever. Can I get a free toothbrush? Like I mean they're just like all wired and I'm just like, Oh no. Luckily he's really cool. It's not like the time that um I was shopping for my son's birthday like at the grocery store and I was buying a bunch of party food, you know, and I ran into his pediatrician in line. <laughs> like, I swear we don't normally eat like this. And I was like all worried about it. And she was just like, who are you? Like it was not, I was far more worried about it than she was. She was I've just had like. I've so many funny things that our pediatrician, they have a poster on the wall talking about how much sugar is in each beverage. So it's like a graphic and it will show the, the, it's like the coke bottle like the old Mm -hmm. school one and so one time um he came in and my daughter was talking about how much beer we drink because she thought it was beer and i was like wait we don't drinking any beer (laughs) (laughs) and then another time he asked what they wear in the car like meaning seatbelts and they're like a hat and i'm like you guys (laughs) you're failing all the questions (laughs) yep or do you guys wear helmets when you go out on your bikes yeah but daddy doesn't (laughs) i'm like we're already the weird homeschoolers can you just please like remember to wear underwear today like that's all i ask like don't put on your sister's pants and think they're yours they've got like rhinestones on the pockets what are we doing put on your own pants 
act normal for like 45 oh minutes. That's all I'm Did asking. Did I ever tell you about the time that I fake called the pediatrician from the pool parking lot when I was really, really pregnant with my third because my oldest kept freaking out at the pool <laughs> and I'd have to like carry him out. And so I fake called. This is so pathetic. The pediatrician. I was like, okay, yeah, okay. We're going to do a great job today. And we walked into the pool and the pediatrician was in. <laughs> It was his day off, and my son was like, <gasps> like not acting normal at all. I was like, oh my gosh, he's really watching us. <laughs> and I had to just tell him. I was like, look, this this what just happened. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> I kind of made you the bad guy. <laughs> yep. So sorry. Parenting fail, but I'm very pregnant and very hot, and I just want to sit in this pool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes yep. it's it's just about survival. Seriously. That's all you can do. I'm just trying to survive right now. Nope. So sometimes are not the times for one-on-one times. And other times you might be able to have small one-on-one time. And I think that's why it's really good if you can figure out what it is that fills your child up. Like, so read the book, like the five love languages and figure out what it is. And if it's you know, small gifts or words of affirmation or whatever it is. And then you can make sure they're getting that. My friend who has a grown daughter swears by the five love languages of teenagers or like whatever the teenage one is. She swears by it. She's like, I'm pretty sure that book kept us from like murdering each other in the kitchen, you know, like because it helped so much with, communicating and with helping her daughter feel like loved and and um respected and seen and you know because kids are naturally like they're they're supposed to naturally start to pull away a little Mm -hmm. bit like and And that's hard yeah but if we resist it they're going to want to pull away even more so it's a very delicate dance and she said that that book saved her so yeah mental note right another thing is if you can't do a one-on-one time if you're in the throes with like a bunch of kids you could do a yes day which i know is a little different but i do that once in a while with my kids and it's like magical they don't ask for that that. much there's a there's a picture book called yes day and it's just like mom just doesn't say no and i do set rules so like you can't (laughs) spend a million dollars and i'm not like going to drive to florida or like any of this crazy nonsense but we usually end up you know in like the dollar bin of target and we pancakes and with like lots of toppings we might have a sunday bar for lunch and do you know like just yeah. kid stuff. it's kid stuff oh i love that when and i was magical um... and it feels good to say yes because you get in the habit of saying no to a lot of stuff during the day just because it's like constant like right can I, what about can I now can I right and you're trying to manage life like there's certain things that you just can't do like you can't have ice cream every day for lunch because that would just be a disaster like I was just in um Minnesota for this conference and I went down to the like morning breakfast thing and I saw these kids and they had like you know the Belgian waffles that you make at like the yes. continental breakfast and it's like covered in like caramel sauce and like the entire thing is covered in whipped cream it was like a leslie nope style waffle and then like all these chocolate chips and i was just thinking to myself like if i ate that for breakfast i would be in a coma by like 9 30 you know um so that's a treat 
it's not an everyday thing. So that's right. the difference between like a yes day and a, yeah. But you've written about that. So we'll link to that over at the show notes. And I think it's just really important to remember the season you're in, it gets easier every year to do this kind of stuff. So true. And to just not beat yourself up if right now it just isn't working or if it has to be reading your child a book while they're in the bathtub you know well they're contained and happy yeah yeah or remember that you know just kind of whatever whatever works um your kids I mean your kids know that you love them Mm -hmm. so it's it's just sometimes it's nice to be able to we're homeschoolers we're together a lot so sometimes it's nice to be able to have those little break times you know what would be great is if um the sisters could go over to the show notes for this episode and share like their favorite things that they do oh i would love that it's a really good idea build up a big old collection of ideas and then i'll swipe from each other happily yeah maybe we could even when the show goes live on instagram maybe we could even share that to say like that's a good idea tell us what you do and we could build like a big old bank of ideas for things um it's like an, sometimes the best ideas are just the simplest ones and you can't even see mm-hmm. it because you're just so in the thick of everything. Right, right. Like I was just thinking to myself, if I just surprised my kids one morning with like waffles and caramel sauce and whipped cream and chocolate chips, they would think like it was the best day ever. And, and think how that would set your day off on a totally yeah. different spin than just being like, okay, guys. The only thing is I would have to be like, I need protein and <laughs> I would feel so sick. <laughs> I would be in a coma by, by before lunch, but somehow kids are able to handle now sugar cold pizza. Better. I could do <laughs> just, just not the sweets. I know. I, know. I need I'm the like, salty savory. That's dessert. That's not breakfast. If I ate that for breakfast, I would like, yeah, the kids, oh. kids are different. Kids can handle they, that kind of sure stuff. They sure are. They're tough little buggers. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll go run around the house a few times and be totally fine. So. Mm-hmm. All righty. <laughs> well, we have a big episode coming up next week with somebody that we're. Oh, you guys somebody are Somebody we just adore. And she's sharing something great. A good resource. So. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day, Kate. You too, Kara. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister.